0: Welcome back to In the Trenches podcast, the podcast by youth pastors, for youth pastors. In today's episode, Charlie, Gary, and Elliot are going to be discussing Youth Alive, SoCal, and how that relates to your youth ministry and your church. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
1: What's going on, everybody? We are back with another episode, another edition of In the Trenches. And today we're going to go over, just like what Elliot said, this idea and topic and just ministry of Youth Alive. And we are kind of going back in time. You've probably heard uh, multiple times on this podcast how I accidentally deleted or lost or it's just in the cloud somewhere. Um, This episode that we did with Elliot going over Youth Alive. He did. And, And so... Today, what we want to do is kind of go back in time and let's relive that episode. Hopefully, this is recording right now. and if it's not, it just wasn't meant to be on podcast.
0: Yep, we gotta hit rewind. Gotta hit. Rewind. So, Charlie, I want to tell you all about Youth Alive.
1: Well, that was actually really good. I wasn't expecting that. Thank you. That's good, Gary. How you doing, though, man? I'm good. good. I'm good. Good um elliot so obviously uh, uh let's do this hmm. since because today's episode is kind of really revolved around you which episode um, isn't come
0: on huh i said what episode isn't that is true you do talk a i lot. talk a lot yeah you talk i lot. don't think i should be on this podcast but as long as i'm on it i'm gonna talk
1: well uh, you should be on the podcast because you're the one that knows the most about youth alive
0: yeah today i should
1: Oh, in general. Yeah, I can. We should do a poll. Like, we need to get on Instagram and say, like, hey, who do you want to see nope. be the next host oh, like, of In the Trenches?
0: Are we looking for a host?
1: Well, yeah, you just said you you quit.
0: I'm not quitting. I'm saying I'm going <laughs> to keep doing it. I just think I'm surprised that I get to do it.
1: Oh. I. Well, I'm the only reason why I do is because I own the equipment. It's true. So, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> Um, but uh, this because obviously we asked the question of a crazy youth ministry story and I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever really shared Yeah, it. I did oh. early on.
0: That's what started all this is we've all shared our crazy youth ministry stories.
1: Well, oh, it was the um, Oh, no, that was your janitor that had pictures of the students in. his <laughs> That was at, golf at the high school. Yeah, yeah, like his
0: whole golf cart <laughs> the ceiling was filled with girls pictures Yeah, they, and then they just let him work there for years and then later, obviously, he got fired. But it was like, it probably should have happened way sooner.
1: Yeah. But, hey, let's just open the floor because, obviously, we all have multiple crazy youth ministry stories. And yeah. so, Elliot, why don't you share one?
0: Um, I don't know, man. This is what it feels like when we do this to youth <laughs> pastors every single week because <laughs> we don't tell them.
1: I told I told Rick before when we hopped on the
0: podcast. Yeah, Rick got out of pocket, bro. I, was that last week's episode? I don't even know when we air these. But, dude, I don't know if we're going to still get to do podcasts. Good thing we don't have ads because our ads would be taken away. We'd get no revenue. Um, that's my craziest youth ministry story was having to listen to Rick talk about what his youth pastor used to do with fundraising, bro. That's crazy.
1: If you're listening right now, we were pushing this one out before we um, Wait, air oh, the one with Rick. And we're so, pushing this one out first? Yeah. Oh. We're going to push this one out first. Why? So this is just a tease to Do what's Rick's to come.
0: first. So you want to hear Rick's next yeah, week. You're going to yeah, want to hear. I Rick's guess, man. Week. Yeah, definitely. Depending <laughs> on how it's edited. Goodness <laughs> no, We're leaving gracious. it all in there. It'll be our last episode. Just
1: so you guys know too, Elliot laughed. So I did not. It's a
0: precursor. I did not. Anyways, that's my crazy youth ministry story, bro. <laughs> just listen to next week's story. I've told all my stories on the podcast. I feel like, you know,
1: yeah, for the most part, because we've I been doing, how
0: that. many episodes is this?
1: This is actually going to be episode like 32, 33.
0: You know, we were on people's Spotify wrapped like, yeah, like three people or something.
1: I saw that. That <laughs> like was crazy.
0: That's pretty cool though. <laughs> not even on any of our own. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. Mine
1: was Morris uh, Mars Hill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mars Hill was mine too, bro. <laughs> but Hey, we still, uh, we still out there. Yeah. We still, yeah. still in the trenches, in but the that's trenches. Not, this is not what we do it for. Even if it is just a few people that listen to it, we have fun doing it. We're not yeah. trying to get famous.
1: Well, we are famous in uh, the UK.
0: If I'm going to be famous for mm. something, I'm going to be famous for In the Trenches.
1: I was like, wait a second. That's not the line. Mm-hmm. But I like it. I like the the, the remix. I actually looked at our... Um, the the where we're reaching in the world mm-hmm. and there's like countries i've never even heard of that we're in
0: doesn't surprise it's probably nor. it's probably like countries most people know <laughs> well, you uh, know turkey's a country not just a <laughs> i thought the those were just animals that's a whole country apparently <laughs>
1: we're not in turkey i know that one for sure oh uh, it's okay it's okay, okay. Yeah, we're in some random places. So, hey, if you're listening in those random places right now, why don't you give us a shout-out? And we'd love to meet you. Hit (laughs) us up.
0: We will come speak at your place. They have no idea what we're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Because we definitely don't translate. Does Spotify translate it for people? I don't think so. Anyways.
1: But yeah, hit us up. That'd be, that'd be dope. Maybe All we'll right. have you on a Zoom podcast or something. But today's not about Zoom podcast or reaching the entire world. Well, it kind of is like reaching the entire world because we're going to be talking about Youth Alive. Mm. If you don't know, Elliot is our very first in 17 years or 18 yeah, years. something like that. SoCal um, Youth Alive missionary. And so today's podcast is just us talking about Youth Alive. What does it mean? Why is it important for you as a youth leader or a youth pastor? And so Elliot, I'm just going to give you the floor, man, and just... Kind of share what Youth Alive is, what's um, what's on your heart about it, too.
0: Yeah. So, um, hopefully, you are able to listen to this episode um, as the guys push their mics away. Uh, I'm on my own here. But, uh, no, Youth Alive is something I didn't know about last year, this time. Um, but Youth Alive has existed since, like, the 70s or the 80s. It is the um, initiative launched by the Assemblies of God to reach... The campus, which is arguably one of the greatest mission fields in the world, the junior high and high school campus and uh, Youth Alive is the Assemblies of God's answer to that. And so, um, you know, last year around this time, I was starting to feel God calling me and my wife and son to a new season, but we didn't really know what it meant or what it looked like. We just knew it was a little bit unconventional. And uh, that is when we went to Arizona for the valley conference got to meet the ag team out there shout out to griffin and monica and christian and yo-yo great great people um and so we got connected with them and they have a youth alive missionary and uh i was introduced to christian chambliss and that kind of triggered the start of of everything we came back and it was actually gary and i were working out in his garage which is just i just mentioned i think it's cool you know like Apple was started in a garage. I think Microsoft was started in a garage. SoCal Youth Alive was started in a garage. We were working out and just talking about the future. And uh, Gary had mentioned, you know, hey, do you, what do you know about Youth Alive? And it all kind of stemmed from there. And so just in today's episode, I hope to kind of give some insight of what Youth Alive is, how you can utilize it as a youth pastor here um, in Southern California, especially if that's, you know, who you're listening to, or maybe even students listening to this, how you could get involved. And so, yeah, essentially the, the heart and the goal and what's really got me excited about what we're doing is we want to partner with churches all throughout Southern California to train, equip, and connect students as missionaries, you know, because for years and years we've been saying that this is a mission field, But I've asked this question at some of our events, and if I've spoken at your church, you've heard me say this. Why, then, are we not seeing the results on our junior high and high school campuses that we see when we go on missions trips overseas to South America or to Asia or to Africa or to, you know, any of these other places in the world? You go on a missions trip and you see God move. You go on a missions trip and you are on assignment. You're sharing the gospel boldly to people that you don't even speak the same language as why are we not seeing that take place on our campuses? And I think it's simple. It's because we're not sending missionaries. And so I don't want to just get kids fired up um, about evangelism, you know, about invite kids to to youth ministry. I want students to realize that they are the church and that they can reach their campus. And I I believe we're going to see results from that. I believe we're going to see revival. We're going to see statistics start to change, you know, as far as graduation rates, test scores, I hope that we start to see suicide rates and this mental health epidemic that we're in drop as students start to share what really is the answer that people are looking for, relationship with Jesus. It's what we were created for. Um, And I think that students have the capacity to not just survive their junior high and high school experience, which I think a lot of times is our goal as youth pastors is just, you know, let me help this kid just get through. And I think as youth pastors, we got to change our mindset. The goal is not just survival the goal is to thrive, to help these students to realize that they don't have to just make it, but God can use them to be an, uh, an impact on their campus. And so um, I feel like, ask me questions or something. I'll talk this whole episode, but like lead me into what you want me to talk about.
1: Got you. I got you. Um, so for, for those youth pastors out there that are listening right now, um, what is one way that they can, obviously they can help you financially. Like that, that's 100%. a huge, huge part because even though you're still based in home, you're still a missionary. So everything that you get is um, you, for your funds. You have to yeah. fundraise. I've
0: left being a full-time youth, minister, youth pastor for seven years um, in Southern California, which is a blessing. I'm so grateful that I've got to do that, but I'm stepping out as a missionary now, which is stupid. Um, but <laughs> it's what God has called me to do. And, uh, and so we are walking in obedience and God is being faithful already, but we, yes, we still have a lot of fundraising to go. Um, and so yeah, partnering with us monthly would be greatly appreciated because it's how we get to do what we feel called to do. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're asking how else can I partner with youth pastors and youth ministries? Yeah. So there's really, I'm starting to really work out the strategy and practicality of what Youth Alive looks like. Um, and so let's start, let's say you're a youth pastor, full-time, part-time, but you're a youth pastor and you have a youth ministry. I really see Youth Alive as the steroid boost in the system of an already existing ministry, right? Because it's it's something that maybe you have a heart to do or a passion for. But what Youth Alive does is it collaborates what we're doing corporately, right? One of the best things about the Assemblies of God Uh, isn't necessarily all our doctrine and our... I love all that. I agree with it. I'm not Tony Orlando, but um, I think the best thing we have to offer is that we are a cooperative fellowship, and so that's a part of what Youth Alive does is it makes it so that you understand as a youth ministry, you're not doing this alone. You're not just reaching your campuses, but you're a part of something happening all throughout Southern California and really all throughout the nation, and the world. And so I think that's something so beautiful about what Youth Alive does is it connects us, mm-hmm. that, that we're not in this alone. Uh, but also, it's, it's my whole job now. I'm leaving yeah. a full-time youth ministry position to be able to focus on this and help to come and be at your group. I've been traveling all over Southern California, and that's not going to stop. I'm going to keep going to your group, meet with your students, and help to train them. Because I, I think too often we make evangelism this assembly line you know Mm. where it's like here's how you do it you follow these three steps and it has to mean that you start a christian club and and here's the deal i think we're going to launch a lot of life-giving christian clubs i'll just say this the strategy if we are launching a youth alive focused club is more i want to change the thinking about it less of let's start a club on campus and more of let's plant a church on Mm. this campus yeah you're, you're not a club president you're a campus pastor, right? So it's changing the thinking and the format of how we're going to start doing that. But but launching a club isn't the only way to reach a campus. And I think that that's a part of our issue is we assembly line things and we make it all about a Christian club um, when there are students whose giftings and talents don't equal leading a Christian club, but they still want to make an impact on their campus and share the gospel. And so I think we got to get more specific and I'm building a team around that whole idea. So if you have a youth ministry, I want to partner with your youth ministry. I want to know your students. I want to help to cultivate a mindset of being a missionary on the campuses in your area, right? Because that's the thing. SoCal is so vast and different. What we do in LA is probably not what we'll do in Norco. We could do whatever we want in Norco, you know, but, uh, it's, it's taking into account the area and this specific calling on the student's life. One of the things I'm excited about the most is that there are more churches in Southern California that have no youth ministry than have any type of youth ministry. I'm not talking volunteer, part-time, bivocational. I'm saying no youth ministry at all. And this is what I'm the most excited about is I believe that this is the direct answer Mm -hmm. to that, is that through... Youth Alive, we get strategic because you don't need necessarily a youth pastor to have a student be involved in Youth Alive, yeah. right? I need to know as a as a pastor listening to this because we have so many lead pastors that listen to this. <laughs> um, but in today's episode, youth pastors, I would say encourage your pastor to listen to this because I think that there's a lot of strategy here. Um, and especially for those pastors who don't have a youth ministry, I think this is the most strategic, effective way to meet that answer right is to to send a student i don't care if it's your kid man i'm a pk so i'm saying like send that one student that you have let them be a part of this let us train them let them come to our events through being a campus missionary and i believe that as they start to reach their campus they're going to start to see people saved and people are going to start to come to our churches really youth alive is a bridge between the church to the campus which is really a bridge to the between the church to the community um and I just, I you know, I think for years and years and years, we've been following the same format of the church historically of like the generation before reaches the generation behind. And uh, especially more recently, that's become almost ineffective, yep. right? You look at like Gen X to millennials. Millennials are one of the most unchurched generations. There are no interest in it. Um, and a lot of it is because of just the the opinions and their you know, view of the generation before. And I think instead of just doing the same thing over and over again, let us change the strategy. Let's mm. get intentional. And I think if we empower Gen Z to reach Gen Z, it's hope for the future of the church rather than just believing the hype that the church is dying in America. I don't think that that's the case. I just think we're ineffective in the way that we're mm. we're going about it. And I think empowering Gen Z to reach Gen Z giving them truth giving them doctrine giving them training giving them resource you know really taking them seriously as missionaries that's what i'm saying that's that's really what this is all about here in socal is if you are a youth alive missionary that isn't a tongue-in-cheek thing that we're saying i think you are a real missionary on a real mission field i don't care if you're a junior higher or a sophomore or a junior or senior you are a missionary and so we want to treat it like that that's really what it boils down to I think it's good in the sense that our network, we, we think it's so
2: important because it is just another tool for youth pastors to use to pour into their students, to train their students, to equip their students, and, and really help their students see. Um, it's, it's way more than just, we have a lot of students that go to Bible Club. We have a lot of students that go to FCA and just show up weekly and eat pizza and hang out, and it's not to badmouth those things. But I've been to a lot of those different things. And and most of those students are just Christian students showing up together to kind of hide out in a room and do their Christian stuff. And what we're really needing is students to get the idea of what it is to be a student missionary, to not just go sit in a room and talk about God, but to go out of those rooms, build relationships with other students and know how to share their faith, know how to... Um, invite students to church know how to help students see who God is in their life and, and we know how to do that but how do we train and equip students to do that that's what Youth Alive is going to do
0: yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying is I think it, and even you you know some of the questions are what about Youth for Christ or Young Life or FCA the cool thing about Youth Alive is that it is a strategy not a program so that means that we don't have one set way of of plugging and playing Youth Alive is it really can become whatever it needs to be. The strategy is let's reach your campus. So if there is a healthy FCA presence or Young Life or Youth for Christ or whatever already there, the goal isn't to be in competition with that. Yeah. That's something that your campus missionaries can be plugged into. The real idea is just to to give this grand vision and understanding that you are a part of something greater than yourself. You know, there's calling on your life right now. It doesn't start later. It starts now. And I really think if we start having a generation doing that, like actually being the church now, it's the best thing that could ever happen for the future of the church because hopefully as these students graduate, whether they go into ministry or not, if they they go into the marketplace, they keep the mindset that they've already had as students that I am a missionary. And so Mm -hmm. as they become doctors and nurses and teachers and construction workers and engineers, they do that with the mindset that I am a missionary. And because I I think we've got to dramatically change the way people think of what church is and what being the church is or the church won't exist anymore. Right. And so I think that this is like this. That's how big this is. Right. It goes past me or SoCal Network or, or any of that. I think this is strategy and effectiveness in the movement and growth of the church as yeah. a whole is you know like and that's what i really want people to understand is like oh yeah Elliot's doing christian clubs now like if that's what you think you're missing the point because that is not what this is about yeah um and i'd love again to talk more in detail with people all about this i think you know we could talk for a long long time but this is essentially the the gist of what youth alive is but that's the the beauty of it is like how it how it looks effectively in your church um, is something that we can talk about. You know, I've done events with, with different people and really launched things that work for their group, like a group in um, San Diego area. We did a I Love My Campus Night and we launched a couple of clubs that they're doing. And so, you know, there's a lot of different ways we could do this. But January 15th, um, we actually have our very first Youth Alive rally, which is going to be a yearly thing that we do. Um, we're having speakers come in. And, And again, it's very practical training. And I'll say this, bring somebody. Yeah. Youth pastors who are listening to this, even if it's just one core student, this, this will be the best thing that happens to your youth ministry, is getting a student who's passionate about reaching their campus. You want student leaders? Bro, don't have a student leader that, doesn't, that, that can come and set up chairs and can sing on the worship team, but doesn't care about their campus. That's yeah, not a student leader. If, if you are going to have a student leadership program, it definitely goes in line with Youth Alive because they need to be involved in, in reaching their campus. And, and again, I don't care if they call their club the Youth Alive Club or if you brand it through Youth Alive. It's not a branding deal for me. I don't mm-hmm. care. I care about reaching your campus the most effective way we can. And so uh, be at the event January 15th. It's going to be cheap, 25 bucks to, to register. That includes lunch. Um, and again, it's, it's an event. Not, it's not for students who need to be saved. It's not for first time guests. This is for those core kids, those kids that you see the, the calling on their life, the anointing on their life that you've walked through some stuff with already. And we want to train them and we want to commission them as missionaries. And so I can't wait for our event. I can't wait to come to your group, um, and talk with you directly. Um, and so, yeah, my information is, is out there in the, in the metaverse, but, uh, <laughs> I'd love to connect with you youth pastors. That's my favorite thing to do is actually do this, but I, I have to admit, I do need to connect with churches. I'm still looking to get fully funded. So whatever yeah. we could do there, but this is, this is happening. We're seeing it take place. And so I can't wait.
1: There's even something to it. you said this. So we just got done with one of our regional meetings and you said this, um, technically as like a youth, uh, as a, a missionary, usually missionaries they don't do any kind of missionary work until they're fully funded yeah
0: we're not supposed to and i get it's smart actually cuz <laughs> fundraising is a f- like full time job yeah. but i just can't not be doing this. You know, See,
1: that's the thing that I love about Elliot and especially within youth alive right now is just the passion that Elliot has for this and seeing students reaching their campuses is kind of going against the mold right now and saying, yeah. Hey, I, I'm not, we're not a hundred percent there yet right now. We really don't know where the rest of these funds are going to come from, but we're trusting in God and we're pushing forward with this. And to me, that's something that I can get behind. Yeah. That's something that our church has gotten behind. And um, I just encourage anyone that's out there that's listening to this um, does the same thing. And there's something that that Gary said in that regional meeting cuz we were talking about youth alive and I thought it was so good cuz looking at youth alive and and looking at sending out these students as missionaries onto their campus there's like the question that maybe some of us uh, that are listening are thinking to ourselves well what student do I do mm-hmm. I take what student do I take and and Gary I think hit this the nail on the head on this one when he said you see that student and we all have students that are in our youth ministries that were like I can see them as a youth pastor I can see them as something within ministry it's like those are the ones you start say. there yeah, yeah
0: exactly and especially for this first event january 15th we are pioneering something that's never existed before this is going to be special and i'll say like youth pastors you do not want to miss this and yeah. and you don't want to not bring at least one student like what an easy event to we were joking about it in the same meeting that charlie's talking about but i'm telling you like this is the dream scenario it's cheap you don't even have to necessarily like rent a bunch of buses or have leaders take time off you can take the student uh, on your own and it, you get all this time to connect with them and talk with them and invest in their life and you're not having to you're picking the that student you already see calling on that student you trust so you're not having to deal with the headache of man do I got to check their bag did they bring a vape are they trying to hook up with somebody in the bathroom like that's not that's not going to be happening here you know and so um i just think it's going to be amazing and an awesome launch into the future of SoCal Network. There's so many amazing things we're doing as a ministry, like as a network, as a fellowship, and this is just an, another thing. Like Gary said, another tool in the the tool belt, and uh, you know, I feel very passionate about this. I think we're already seeing effectiveness in this, and um, yeah, I want you to be a part of it. So hit us up. Let me know what you need. How can they reach out to you? Uh, I mean, my email is Elliot e-l-i-o-t-1-l-1-t youthalive at gmail.com my instagram is bland. there's also socal youth alive instagram you could reach out to me that way um or my number 714-351-2239 dang I i don't really care put it out there it's on my instagram i think too but yeah just hit me up bro
1: yeah um yeah, man. There's a, that's a lot of good stuff happening within SoCal Youth Alive, and I'm excited for that, that um, the conference that you guys are putting on, again, January 15th?
0: January 15th.
1: 15th, and then obviously when more details start coming in, you guys will be able to see that. I know for sure on the um, the SoCal Youth Alive page on Instagram, I'm sure SoCal students will be pushing that out. SoCal Youth Pastors will put um, push that out. So if you're not on Instagram, make sure to get on Instagram. Yeah. Check out all the things that are going to be happening. but. Elliot, man, thank you so much for being on the podcast mm-hmm. today, getting to remake this episode of dear, Youth Alive. Let's
0: all just, dear God, <laughs> please let this podcast record in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Hey, if there's any other questions you guys have about Youth Alive or anything SoCal Youth Ministry related, make sure to reach out to us on all of those Instagrams that we just said. But other than that, we'll make sure to catch you on the next podcast.
2: See ya.